0: Okay. Right. All right. So we're so excited to have everyone back listening to Intuitive Hits. Bethy and I have one of uh the podcast listeners, Mel, with us. We're super excited. And as Mel said right before we jumped on, she's Virgo, Virgo, Virgo. So try it out, <laughs> Virgo, her. I think not. Um, so Mel, you how do you we talked about it, but just to share with the listeners, do you want, do you have a particular question or you just want to free ball it and whatever comes up?
1: Let's just free ball it because the okay. universe will tell me what I need to know.
0: Okay. I'm pulling, I'm just going to pull a couple of cards. Okay. Hmm. Which is funny. So first card I pull, and this is from Denise Lin's soul coaching is awakening and it talks about, I'm joyously awake and aware and ready for anything. So my sense is there is something, it feels very much, the two areas I'm getting is uh, work and romantic relationship. So there's something that you have either avoided, or I know that also, because I I've also know Mel, that there's sometimes, you know how you say things sometimes like, I don't like, Popcorn. I've never liked popcorn. Don't like popcorn. Don't try popcorn. I don't like popcorn. Right. Very, um, force bump around it. Like, uh, what I feel like there's something being asked of you to shift where you're like, Oh, I wouldn't want to do that. Or we don't do this, or I don't like this. And it's both in your romantic relationship with your husband. And it is with work because the next one I got is Leadership. I'm a beacon of radiant support and love. So my sense is to build the leadership. Usually, leaders have um, the best leaders, in my opinion. Right, the most conscious leaders have grown and learned and fallen. Right, but they've done it consciously in areas where there's sometimes the most discomfort or the most like they've avoided it in the past. So my question to you is, can you see an opportunity both in your romantic relationship and potentially with work, and it doesn't feel like directly with work, it feels like something on the outside of it, like a project or some opportunity or, but that you could dive in and allow something new to awaken in you. Okay. I
1: mean, I keep joking that I'm, ne- I'm quitting at the end of the year oh. next year. Once Sharice <laughs> graduates, moving on to bigger things, and the admin keeps laughing at me, I'm like, no, you're like, not joking, sort of, yeah, like, there's, (laughs) there's something out there, and I'm, you know, I mean, you know, I would love to go and teach teachers, or work in a bigger capacity with kids in order to be able to impact more kids, instead of just the hundred and some odd that I get to work with, and then the thousand at the school every year, there's I just keep waiting for the universe to sort of lead me in the direction of what it's going to be. So maybe is so a step I need to take that yeah. I'm just not taking yet.
0: So I would invite you to look at an area or areas and it's more like kind of touch it to see, like, it's like, you know, when you say, oh, is your arm hurt? Doctor goes, is it hurt? Hurt? No, it's good. Good. Ow. Right there. Mm-hmm. So wherever you're feeling a little like, ooh, ooh, I wouldn't want to do that. Or I don't know, I don't, that doesn't, that feels a little more sensitive. Okay. That's where you dive in. And that's where you go. One is there's a leadership op quality that comes out of this. And if you're not sure how to dive in, look for someone who's dove in before you, who's done it before. Because if someone left a a recipe or directions on how to dive into that area, you will do, it'll be easier for you. It'd be like, okay, I can go this way. Right. Um. But I first step is to see where you, where there's a little bit of uh, sensitivity in the sense of like, I don't want to. Okay. That makes sense. And with work, it feels like this is another opportunity Mm -hmm. or another project looping back around again. And you've said no in the past, or you've been like, eh, I'll stay behind the scenes and help, but I don't necessarily want to be in the front. You've said that. Like, I remember, Mel, you've a said, lot. like, when I have to present, I want to throw up. i rather, can you just put me behind the curtain and I'll hustle? I feel like you're meant to be in front because it's your voice. It's being seen. It's your voice what you have to say rather than feeding the words, feeding the content, right? Like, you know, like some great Malcolm Gladwell. This guy is a great writer, but now he has podcasts. He's being seen. He's kind of a goofy looking guy, in my opinion, to be a little harsh, <laughs> but he, the more he shares his voice, the more people want to hear what he has to say, and he has to keep coming out from behind his writing, and he has to let it come out of his mouth and be seen saying what he's been writing for years. Make sense?
1: You're the second person this week to tell. I had another friend that I was walking through a situation and helping her to try and find I don't know meaning around the situation, and she's like, mm-hmm. "You really should have a podcast." You know that you really should be doing something <laughs> out there. Where and I immediately go like, "No, no, no."
0: So, yeah, like, what would it be? And it's just stretching yourself a little bit. It's I feel like just look, be open to it. Look for your where you get has Yeah, where you say the no, like <sighs> to be heard or seen. Okay, wait, I'm just gonna dive in. Not that I'm gonna stay there. I'm just gonna explore it and see what's available. Okay, okay. It's funny that I have a podcast because I don't like my voice. I think I sound so weird and I laugh like, okay, of course I'm on something where I don't get to use my hand gestures. I don't get to use all these other things that I've used in my life. It's just my voice. I've gotten fucking over it. So clearly. (laughs) I have so some getting you, over to do. Yeah that's, yeah, that's okay, perfect. All right, once I'm handing off do the reins.
2: Okay, yeah, I was gonna say, once you just do it, that kind of is what- it does. The more you do it, then you feel like, oh, you see, like, okay, it's not so bad, you know, because I, I couldn't stand listening to myself or <laughs> hang up on that person. Don't yeah. they know? <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Um, okay, so there's two eights that came out together. Oh. Um in the beginning. So first the eight of wands, the eight of wands is about really quick movement forward. And then the eight of, eight of swords is about feeling trapped in your mind. And so what I was thinking, cause like eights represent manifestation. It's also like the infinity symbol turned on its side. Um, so Which I kept I have
1: right here on my arm.
2: Oh, do you? Oh my gosh. How funny. That's awesome. Okay. So that's this, that's very significant because I feel like you're stuck in a, like I was kept getting it, like you're stuck in this loop of back and forth between these two energies, quick movement forward and then getting stuck in your head and then going back, like, you know, like going forward and then getting scared and jumping back, going forward, getting scared, jumping back. Um, so there's something, an action needs to happen to where it, to get yourself off of that, like something brand new, because then we have the seven, uh, the chariot, which is a seven. So it's like, Instead of being stuck in this loop, it's like you're being asked to use these two energies together to work with each other rather than against each other. Because it's kind of like I'm getting like an either-or situation. Um, Like you can't have both. I don't know. It's like you're either really inspired or you're really scared, and it's like you don't know how to marry the two. It's like you can. still be inspired and scared at the same time and still take action, right? You don't have to take action from one or the other. It's like, they both exist at the same time. And it's like, how do you, how can you listen to both of those feelings and like have them both and then have that determine the action you take? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Um, And then the chariot, this card to me is always about, it's about our spiritual path moving forward on our spiritual path, but also, um, uh like learning how to make our shadow and our light sides work together in order to move forward because if they're not working together one of them's gonna be going this way one of them's gonna go in that way and you're gonna be all over the place and you're not gonna get anywhere you're just gonna crash and burn so it's about bringing the two aspects of yourself uh to be in harmony and to work together and that determines how to make your decisions it's not going to be coming from a place of either I really like this or I don't like this. It's like, you're going to like some aspects of it, but you're probably not going to like some aspects of it too. You know, so they're going to both live in the same area. So it's not like you're not going to like all of what you choose to do and you're not going to dis. uh, yeah. So I think it's maybe it's just an unrealistic expectation there.
0: I looked up number eight numerology Mm -hmm. because like that, it's on your freaking arm. I wrote it move. down to do the same thing. If you hadn't <laughs> done that, I wrote. It. And at first is one is balance. Finding the balance of both all things, like exactly when you started saying about the two sphinxes with the boobies, because I got <laughs> the same <laughs> the card. They have <laughs> boobies. They do. Um, but it also says that this number reflects someone who usually indicates that they're very assertive, determined, and responsible. And the key is to use that, to drive that through like business skills, um, but always looking for the balance, right? Like a super driven person sometimes loses other elements. Mm -hmm. So I think what your, I kept hearing like that related to what Bethany's saying is there's this duality that you, to marry, be the, the opportunity is to be at peace with both of them, the discomfort Mm -hmm. and whatever's available, but still move forward. Cause you do a lot by comfort. Like if I'm going to be uncomfortable, I'm going to choose it, but I don't want to be uncomfortable if I don't choose it and I avoid it. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. I muscle my way through everything. There's no finesse. There's no skill. There's no other thing. I can just like muscle my way through it. And I'm having to learn that to take a step back from strength and focus on the skill and the softness around Mm -hmm. it, which, you know, Erin, we've been working on for years and we still have Mm -hmm. a long way to go. Um, And also that connecting with my femininity, Mm -hmm. like everything I do is very masculine, very aggressive, and I need to reconnect with the girl. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. And that both are a part of you. It's not about one being in charge or over the other or whatever. It's about both of them working together within you. Yeah. Yeah. And both having a voice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. One, right now, one of them is very definitely drowned out. Or I'm yeah. afraid to let her out. I think. Yeah.
0: Is more like I think I'm afraid to let her out. Mm-hmm. And when you let her out, it I can see based on what I was reading is in if she got to be. So I think of when you've spoken for events, right? Your strength, your like powerhouse or masculine. But if you were to come and present from the little girl, from the feminine that sounds so scary but at the same time we all know some of the best times we've ever heard someone is when they spoke from the vulnerable Mm -hmm. that those like none of us can shake those that's why things go viral so often it's like oh fuck they came from such a sweet sensitive soft soft spot inside themselves and i think that's what's being asked of you but but in some of the areas, especially the areas that you say I got it handled, because that's the masculine. The masculine saying I got it handled. The feminine's going, let me out! I have something to say. I might py say it, but I have something to say. Yeah.
1: No, I get it. I get it. Mm. It makes total sense. All right, do you have any questions? No, now it's just figuring out like how. It's, it's like great that At I know Virgo. what needs to be done. like <laughs> okay, <laughs> how do, we okay, do it how then? do I do
2: it then? <laughs> like tell me
1: how, because I will do it if you tell me how to do it. I just need to know how, and I think that's the lesson: is that I don't need to know until I need to know. Yeah. Well, I
2: think it is, and that's the, also I think your masculine wanting to take immediate action, and your feminine is the one who's going to be receptive and open and get the messages mm-hmm. and the guidance and then tell your masculine where to go. So it's not going to come right away, but you all, because you also have to practice being open to the guidance that comes from, maybe it's coming from someone else. Maybe it's just coming from you. Maybe it comes through a book, a song, a movie, whatever it is. But first you have to create the space for you mm-hmm. to get that guidance mm-hmm. yeah. and it's not going to happen right away. Cause if you have an answer right away, it's coming from your mind and it's not coming from, you know, wherever Teeters, else you're looking for you're your heart. Knowing. You're
1: going to, yeah, exactly. You're, as Glennon Doyle calls it, you're knowing you're knowing. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: And I think that it might, and it's okay to circle back. Cause I think your, your knee jerk is going to be like, Nope, not for me. Move on. And then you're like, wait a minute, shit. Right. And you can always go back and look at it again, because I think that's your, just your knowing is kicking in. You're hearing it. It's a delay. Your brain so, talks to you. So you're so fast, such a fast thinker that your inner knowing is the whisper that's behind the chatter in your head. Yeah, a small, subtle voice. Yeah,
1: creating space for that voice to have. Right, and the more that,
2: yes, and the more that you do, the the louder it will become. Because right now, because it's just, the reason your mind is louder is because that's what you've been reinforcing. But once Mm -hmm. you start reinforcing the small intuitive voice, then it'll become louder and louder, and that will then become the dominant voice that you listen to. Mm -hmm. Exactly.
1: Thank you, ladies. Yep,
2: that's...
1: you're welcome. <laughs> Stay tuned for career adventures for me. Yay. Yeah. And romance. Remember romance too. Yeah, we totally drifted off that. <laughs> yeah. No, I the
0: whole time I was talking about both of them. It's both okay. of them. All right.
1: But still like with the
2: whisper. That, yeah, and I was gonna say something about the leadership card you pulled was I think I mentioned this last night when we were talking, but um is the the feminine is the leader, right? And so yeah. you want something to happen in a relationship. You're going to have to start being that vibration so that then he can then meet you there. It's just like what I just told you to do with yourself, create mm-hmm. the space, then he will meet you there. So yeah. as you do that more with yourself, leading with your feminine, it'll start, you'll notice shifts everywhere in your life starting to happen to so where then like your, you know, your partner will then meet you where you would like h- you to him to meet, wait, you to meet him. <laughs> wait. <laughs> They you meeting? know what I'm trying to say. I don't.
0: <laughs> well, know. Wait, it's gonna happen. I got we'll super good, good views. But in his, but he'll, he'll, he'll rise to your. He'll right. honor and rise to your feminine. Exactly, and literally and figuratively. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this was perfect. Thank you for joining us, Mel yeah, Thank you so much awesome nice for having, having me on. Thank you. Yeah, our awesome. pleasure. Our pleasure. All right. Bye. Thank you, everyone, for joining us.